Hey there, welcome to the podcast. I am Jamie and I'm so, so happy that you're here. This is episode 10. How exciting is that? I'm in double digits now. I wanted to really showcase this month because October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. And if you know any of my story, you know that I have a lot of experience with this. I know there are other people that have more experience than I do, but I try to be vocal in my everyday life about this and it helps me. It's like therapy for me. So some of you might not know me yet, but after this month, you'll know some special stories that I can't wait to share with you and they're very vulnerable and they're very heartfelt and maybe a little bit sad, but this whole podcast is about overcoming and enduring and how do we keep going in this life where it's like so hard sometimes, you know? So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here with me in episode 10. And this might get a little sad at times, but that's okay because we need to feel and process emotions. And for me, one way I do that is by talking about it and sharing my stories and experiences with people. So thanks again for listening. Here we go. Hey, y'all. I hope that you're doing well. This is your host, Jamie. And I wanted to take a few minutes and talk a little bit about this month and the significance to me that it has. This month is child loss, miscarriage, baby loss awareness month. And I just wanted to give it more space in my heart and talk a little bit from the heart to you. I have a couple experiences when it comes to miscarriage and baby loss. And I can't believe it's been 10 years, but 10 and a half years ago, we lost our son. His name is James. And he was born with a heart condition. And he, we didn't know about it when I was pregnant. We had no idea he was born and then he was having a really hard time breathing. And so after many tests and many hours of doctors and nurses trying to figure it out, he was diagnosed with a heart condition and because of that had to be taken to another hospital and open heart surgery had to be done on him and he was actually early too which I don't really know why but he was 34 and a half weeks I was only 34 and a half weeks along with him and a full-term pregnancy is 40 for those of you who don't know and so, um, it was traumatic all the way around. And even though he was early, he was still six pounds, two ounces. And I always thought while we were going through this crazy traumatic 40 hours of life, I'm like, well, at least he's big. He's not like some preemie and maybe his lungs were fine at that point And miraculously his lungs were okay. And, but what happened 40 hours after he was born was that his heart stopped. 
his earlier in that day we knew things were going down and it was a whirlwind of emotions and difficulty I will definitely tell you that entire story as the weeks progress this month but I also had a miscarriage about five years ago when I was already told that I was going to be going into early menopause and I thought it took me a couple years and I just thought okay I accept the fact that I'm not going to have any more children even though it was really hard I just thought okay this is just the way God intended it to be and I have to be okay with it I have to keep moving forward we have Kayla Coral and Daphne and Daphne at that point was eight no when I was told that she was about five or six so then Daphne's eight years old and I was doing uh, the keto diet and doing intermittent fasting and I am absolutely sure that that healed some hormone issues I was having naturally and six months after that I got pregnant my cycle was so irregular that I had no idea that I was pregnant until I started feeling sick and nauseous we were doing a musical together Daphne and I we were doing a Christmas story and I had no idea I thought the only thing I can think of is that I'm pregnant like no way There's no way I'm pregnant. But every time I was starving hungry, I was sick to my stomach. And then I would eat and then I would feel better, just like my past pregnancies. And so I took a test and sure enough, I was pregnant. And it was a miracle to us because of the information that I was told. And so I was about, so I was high risk because I was over 35, 36. And because of the fact that I had had a son that had a heart condition, Daphne was also born with a cleft palate. So I had issues, you know, my body just didn't do what it was supposed to do when it was pregnant. And to this day, I don't really understand it, but they, I was on, you know, special watch with the high risk doctors and they even had already tested her heart. It was a girl, another girl, They said, yes, she does not have the same heart condition that your son had. And so, you know, we we thought we were in the clear. Everything was looking good. And um, then about 19 weeks and four days, I was three days away from being 20 weeks. Right smack in the middle. I miscarried her. And I don't know why I still don't know why they supposedly did tests on her and found nothing wrong and I still to this day have a lot of questions for Heavenly Father when I get there because I just wonder why when something was when this child was such a miracle to us I mean every child is a miracle but just having our struggles that we had and being told, oh no, you're going to go into early menopause and you probably won't have any more kids. And this is probably why you're not getting pregnant. And so I kind of closed the door. We, we closed the door on it and just thought, you know, if it was God's will, then it would happen. And then it did. And then it was like, she was here and then she was gone 
even though physically she wasn't out of my body, but still she was here and then she was gone. And we still don't really know why. And that's okay. It's life and we don't have all the answers and that is okay. But because of my experiences with child loss and miscarriage and having, never having a normal birth, I've never been able to birth, have a normal uh, situation because, you know, you see in the movies, right? (laughs) And you probably know people where, and probably you, and I hope this has happened to you, where you have your baby and then they put them on your chest and then you have that time with them and you have skin to skin with them and you're able to enjoy them. And because Daphne, not only, well, they didn't know about her cleft palate either, uh, until she was two months old because it was very slight and just in the back of her throat. They rushed her to the NICU because they were afraid she had meconium poisoning. And so meconium is when my water had broken. So we go to the hospital and she had already pooped (laughs) while the water was already broken. And so because of that, they're worried about that getting in her lungs, the toxins and, you know, the waste. And so she was rushed. I saw her very briefly and then basically she was rushed to the NICU and then I fell asleep for two or three hours and then I finally was able to go down and see her. And so then James, the same thing. He was born. He was having a hard time. So they took him to the NICU. I never had any kind of normal quote unquote birth. And so a lot of emotions, you know, around this month for me. I will be releasing some episodes here and there. Some will be longer than others, but I want to go into detail with my miscarriage and the care slash uncare of the emergency room. The whole story with James as well, which was that one will probably be longer since it lasted a bit longer as far as the actual event and the events that happened after his birth. So it's a crazy month. And while I don't sit here and wallow in all of the sadness, I want to bring more awareness to it. I know I'm not the only one that has suffered baby loss and child loss, miscarriage. I know that many women and men have to endure this. And it's, what I will say is it's not just one event. It's not a one event thing. It's a lifetime of learning how to cope. It's a lifetime of, of enduring and going through heartaches and ups and downs. I know this life is about experiences and how we deal with them and how we overcome them and how we walk through them instead of curl up in a ball and decide that you can't do anything. And sometimes that is the option, you know, sometimes taking time for yourself, of course, healing and mourning is what you need. And some, there are some days or moments in the day where I feel that way still. It's about what's on this side. It's about life. And I don't know if you remember Sally Fields when her daughter died in Steel Magnolias. It's like one of the iconic scenes that she was struggling so much at the funeral and her monologue in that cemetery is incredible. 
And it's amazing to me how she just doesn't want to accept it, you know? And that's totally how I felt and feel sometimes where I just don't want to accept it. But then later on in the movie, she says life is for the living and that's why we're here. And it's so true. And I totally attest to that. And I know that that's true. And I try to live every day for the people that are around me and for people in my family. And Daphne really saved me when it came to losing both of them. When it came to losing both of the babies that followed her, she kept me going and she does, she still keeps me going and Bradley keeps me going and Kayla and Coral keep me going. And now moving into this part of my life of having my parents here, you know, they keep me going and my entire family immediate as well as extended and friends that come out of the woodwork that say this happened to me too and this was my experience and so much growth and love is around tragedy some you know and for me anyway so much growth and love has been around tragedy And like I said, while I don't wallow in it, I still feel the feels when I need to and I go on. I hope that this brings awareness and I hope that this brings you comfort if you are one that has suffered this and that continues to suffer. Maybe not continue to suffer, but definitely continue to have to endure the hardships and the mourning because you don't stop mourning. You never stop mourning and that's okay. You just learn how to live life while the morning is happening and sometimes it's harder than others and that's okay and being accepting of those feelings so I look forward to sharing many more stories with you this month if you are someone who has gone through miscarriage child loss I would love to connect with you dm me on instagram let me know let's build a community together you know let's take away the the shame I feel like there's shame in it and there should not be any shame because it is not anybody's fault I've had to grow through that and learn that and even though like I said my body I've never had a normal pregnancy or a normal birth and I never thought that I would be somebody that would say that but that's the truth and it's okay let's keep going together. Let's give each other strength. That's what this life is about. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that it wasn't too sad for you. It was heart-wrenching a little bit sometimes, but I hope that you have a fantastic day and we can shed light on this topic just a little bit. So until next time, I love you. Everybody needs some love.